Introduction. Why comedy? Judd Apatow, the comedic mastermind behind films like Knocked Up, Funny People, and most recently Trainwreck, starts his book of interviews by telling us why his obsession over comedy never faltered during the course of his life. He grew up watching comedic greats like Steve Martin and George Carlin, and their talent inspired a love affair for comedy that only grew as time went on. The 1970s especially stuck with Apatow, and performances from Richard Pryor and the Monty Python Gang, as well as the classic show Saturday Night Live, cemented Judd's loyalty to comedy and enabled him to decide early on what he wanted to do with his life. He wanted to make people laugh. Negative experiences in his early life also prompted Judd to seek comfort in comedy. He notes quite openly that he was a somewhat angry kid who did not understand life or the world around him very much. His parents divorced and he was a loner in school. In fact, he explains that he truly was picked last for gym class, all the time. He was small and quiet, and this further distanced him from those around him. However, instead of letting this ruin him, he decided he was the cool one, and everyone else had the problem. He concentrated on comedy more and more, and he knew, without a doubt, that it filled a void in his life while also making him feel less weird and less alone. In the world of comedy, the funny guys were in charge, and Apatow wanted to immerse himself in the comedic circuit permanently. Apatow also credits his hardships with his strong work ethic and his promise to never give up. Even though his parents' divorce especially left him with plenty of baggage, he knows now that it drove him to success. He made the best out of feeling lost and confused for much of his life. It led him to explore answers that he himself had been looking for all his life, but always in a funny and comforting way. Life can be hard, but to Apatow, that was all the more reason to find the good and laugh about it all. As he grew older, Judd worked at his high school's radio station, and the film teacher and radio supervisor named Jack DeMasi helped nurture Apatow's love of comedy. He let him go out and interview comedians and never stopped encouraging Apatow's dreams. Amazingly, after some time, Judd interviewed numerous comedians, some huge comedians at the time as well, and found that the vast majority of the people he interviewed were nice, patient, and friendly. Apatow notes that it was at this time that he finally knew people like him. In 1985, Judd moved to Los Angeles to study screenwriting at the University of Southern California. Eventually, he dropped out, but it was not a wasted adventure. He met people like Adam Sandler and Jim Carrey, who were young, up-and-coming comedians of the time. From there, a whole new world was at Apatow's feet. He dove into comedy headfirst and even started out doing stand-up himself and messed around with different projects. The most useful and priceless part of his time in Los Angeles, however, was the connections he made and the people he met. This is what would lead Judd to get work and eventually make movies that we have all come to know and cherish. Over the years, Apatow kept recordings of the interviews he did. He recalled reading copious amounts of interviews all through his life and loved learning as much as he could about people. This, of course, led to the idea for Sick in the Head. He wanted to do his own book of questions and answers. Why? He remembered how comedians and learning about the trade endlessly motivated him to keep on going. At the end of the introduction, Apatow explains that he wishes to pay it forward. He wants to make some other kid, who spends most of his or her time holed up in their room watching comedy sketches and writing, feel a little less alone. What follows in this book is a collection of interviews from the likes of Amy Schumer to Spike Jones.